Let us rise.
Please be seated. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it, with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meat of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell in the land, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them.
have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father.
that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the end. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, you who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many times have you heard or said, I'll believe it when I see it? Or, seeing is believing. Or, what you see is what you get. When someone says that your favorite football team that hasn't won a playoff game in 30 years is going to the Super Bowl, you say, I'll believe it when I see it. Your son tells you that he's cleaned his room. And you say, seeing is believing. You're inspecting a used car and the salesman says, what you see is what you get. This philosophy can work well at times in life where a little skepticism can be healthy. But there are times when what you see is not what you get. When you can't judge a book by its cover. When first impressions are deceiving. With Jesus, what you see is not what you get. The Bible teaches in Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. With Jesus, seeing is not believing. With Jesus, the promise is greater than the perception. Shepherds are out in the field at night keeping watch over their flocks. For shepherds in the dark, there isn't much seeing, more hearing, even smelling, trying to keep their sheep safe from wolves and bears. The life of a shepherd is many long periods of boredom, interrupted by moments of great fear and struggle. Tonight is a boring night, listening to the sound of contented sheep. It's quiet. A light wind is blowing. Millions of stars twinkle in the heavens above as the men wrap blankets around their shoulders against the cool weather. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. The quiet darkness is overwhelmed by a great light with a messenger of God hovering over the shepherds who are trembling in terror. What's going on? What have we done to deserve the wrath of God? What is this creature from heaven going to do to us from what we have done? And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. It's good news. Not good news and bad news. Just good news. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Praise God. It's finally happening. The Christ is here, here in Bethlehem. 
The long-promised Messiah is here to save his people. And his arrival is being announced by an angel of the Lord, shining with the glory of God. The shepherds and the sheep stand awestruck by the sight of it all. Then the angel tells them how to find the newborn Christ. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. A whole army of angels bathed in light declare glory to God and peace on earth. This is the most amazing things these shepherds have ever seen or heard. It is awesome. And then the angels leave. And it's dark. And it's quiet. A light wind is blowing. Millions of stars twinkle in the heavens as the shepherds stare up to where the angels just were, bringing them the promise of a newborn Savior, the Christ. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. The shepherds head to Bethlehem to search for the Christ child. And as they go, they must be wondering about the signs they were given to look for. An angel shining with the glory of God told them to look for a baby wrapped in strips of cloth lying in an animal's feed trough. What kind of Christ is this? They find the baby. And they tell Mary and Joseph and the others all about the angels and the announcement and all they had seen. But as they looked at the promised Christ, he looked looked like a normal baby. Except more humble. Instead of a cradle, he's lying in a manger. Likely a manger made by hollowing out the top of a large stone. The shepherds don't know it. But they're getting a glimpse of 33 years in the future when this same Christ will lie on a stone slab wrapped in strips of cloth. As the shepherds behold the baby Jesus, the Christ, the Savior, seeing is not believing. This helpless baby does not look like God in flesh. He does not have a shining halo. He's not shooting beams of light out from his face. He looks like a normal, newborn baby boy. 
the shepherds know the truth because they have the promise from the angel. The promise is greater than perception. Mary and Joseph have been living with the promise being greater than the perception for nine months of pregnancy. Seeing is not believing. What you see is not what you get. Everyone around them thinks they know what happened. But Mary and Joseph know the truth about who this baby is. Tonight you have gathered here to celebrate the birth of this child. Unlike the shepherds, you do not get to see and hear the angel or the angel choir. You do not get to see the swaddled baby lying in a manger. You don't get to talk to Mary and Joseph and the shepherds. But you do have the same promise. The promise made to the shepherds The promise made to Mary and Joseph is the same promise made to you. Unto you is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The baby born in Bethlehem that night is Emmanuel, God with us. The baby is the eternal word made flesh. The baby is the Christ. The baby is the Savior. God is lying there in a manger wrapped in swaddling cloths. Jesus looks like an ordinary baby and he grows to look like an ordinary man. But looks can be deceiving. The promise is greater than perception. God's promise to you is greater than your perception. As you look around here tonight at everyone gathered here to celebrate the birth of the king, it looks like a collection of normal people. Older folks, younger folks, little children, It appears to just be a collection of people trying to make their way through life, to raise their family, to make ends meet, fighting temptations and struggling to sit still and not doze off. You look around, you don't really see anyone special. Nobody has a halo. Nobody's got beams of light shooting out from their face. But no, These are no ordinary people. These people here tonight are saints of God, made holy by the waters of baptism. You are saints of God, cleansed by the blood of Jesus. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. You have been declared perfect because you are covered with the robe of Jesus' righteousness. Behold, the saints of God. What you see is not what you get. Baptism doesn't look like much. 
a bowl of water, a baby's wet head, some words. But what you see is not what you get. The promise is greater than the perception. On Noah's ark, there were eight people brought safely through the water. And we learn in 1 Peter 3, baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you. Not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Baptism is God's promise to you in Romans 6. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Seeing is not believing. Holy communion doesn't look like much. An insignificant wafer of bread, a sip of wine. But what you see is not what you get. The promise is greater than the perception. Jesus said, this is my body. This is my blood. Given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Seeing is not believing. Faith clings to the promise. Jesus on the cross being speared by a soldier appears to be the end of Jesus. But Jesus promised to rise from the dead and that is what he does. And people see the resurrected Jesus. And for the disciples, in this case, seeing is believing. And they record what they see as eyewitnesses of the resurrection. You have not seen the resurrected Jesus. Not yet. And it's tempting to say, I'll believe it when I see it. But you do have the promise. And the promise is greater than the perception. You have Jesus. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Amen. A blessed Christmas to all. Amen.
Marsha Pelzer, sister-in-law of Diana Pelzer, who is recovering from emergency intestinal surgery. Joshua and Megan Pelzer, who are awaiting the birth of their child. Carrie Keller, who is recovering from foot surgery and has COVID. Isaac, a nephew of Beth Fleming, who is nearing the end of his life after battling an incurable disease. Shane DeLong, Pauline and, and uh, Werner Chapelsky's son-in-law, who is recovering at home after suffering a blood clot. Jacob Moore, who is having pancreatic tests done. Paula Keller, Doris Kramer, and Carolyn Walcott, who all have COVID. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. The Lord has mercy. For true faith in Christ and his promise, that by his conception, virgin birth, holy life, sacrificial death, and victorious resurrection, our sins are forgiven and we are his. Let us pray to the Lord.